Good morning, guys. Welcome to today's episode of Coffee with Bobby. Today, I'm joined with Barrick Wood, coming to us live from Georgia. Uh, Barrick is the owner of 135 Custom Furniture. He has an incredible story that he's going to share from, for us. He was homeschooled, former Marine, was a deputy in the police force, and is now currently into woodworking, creating this new business for himself, and recently moved the business into an abandoned asylum, which I'm sure that has an incredible story to it. And he has gone viral on numerous TikTok videos, and that's how I found out about him, just scrolling through, and he landed on my For You page, and I am so, so glad. He's just a wealth of information and funny guy, so let's dig into this episode. How are you doing today, Beric? I'm doing great. How are you, Bobby? Great. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for joining. So let's dig into more of your story a little bit in the background. So you were a former Marine, and then also when you got out of the Marines, you went into police force. Is that correct? Yeah, I was a deputy. I was a deputy sheriff. Yeah, I did that for a little over, well, right under three years. Yeah. Okay. And then did you enjoy that transition? Because I know the transition from like military into civilian life, a lot of people go into either, you know, firefighter, police force, things like that to still have somewhat of the same routine a little bit. Um, and you're still fighting for your country and just in a different way. Right. Yeah. It was a, it was quite a, easy process for me. I have a really good family back home and everything that's a good support system. And, you know, once a Marine, always a Marine. We don't, they don't call each other former Marines who are like, or always a Marine kind of thing. And uh, so when I went into uh, law enforcement, usually you have to work in the jail for a few years before they put you on the road. It was a small department. And since I had all this other training, they were like, just put me on the, right on the road. I did, I think I worked the courthouse for like three weeks while I was waiting for mandate school and then went to mandate school graduated and uh went straight to the road and the only problem i really had was learning the roads and how to get from point a to point b <laughs> that was the hardest thing because i wasn't working the county i grew up in i, had, I worked in the neighboring county okay. um, just as a point of preference honestly because i wanted to be able to on my off days be able to relax a little bit more if i went to, went to a restaurant i didn't want to have to you know run into somebody that i may have arrested or something like that <laughs> No, less of a chance anyway <laughs> yeah I mean you're very very lucky not to have to work in the jail area at the beginning because yeah. my brother is a former police officer and there for a while he had to do due diligence in Indianapolis and work the jail and he was like I can't wait to get on the road I can't wait it's to awful. get out of this <laughs> yeah it's a it's good to do for a little while I think I did I think I worked it for like a week one time um I think during an injury I had uh but uh yeah it was it's definitely a good way to transition if you have no other training especially to learn about law enforcement and to ask more questions and get to know the frequent flyers and stuff like that people that you're going to come in contact with once you are on the road and stuff like that because a lot, of the, a lot of times these guys and girls that when they, you know, they will, they stay in trouble and they, you know, they keep coming back and forth and like that. And you try to help them as much as possible, but sometimes the choices they make, they keep coming back and you will develop a rapport with them. And when you actually see them on the streets, 
um, then you already know their name, you know their background, you can converse with them and stuff like that. So I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. It's just an aggravating thing, but it's definitely helped out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And then how many years ago did you transition from being a deputy police officer into doing woodworking? Uh, I think it's been five years. Okay. So uh, yeah, I've been doing, yeah, it's about five, five, golly. Oh my gosh. It's been five years since I've been, uh, I left the deputy as a deputy sheriff. Oh my gosh. It's time flies. It really does. This is true. So five years ago, you started this venture into woodworking. Was this something that you've always had a passion for in the past or something that you just sort of was like, I don't know what I'm going to do anymore. I enjoy doing this. Let me start creating something uh really it was um i started it seven years ago because i started about a year after i joined uh um, as deputy sheriff it was a way to kind of thing uh i worked nights for the whole time i was there mm-hmm. so we worked 12 hour shifts and from 6 a.m or 6 p.m 6 a.m so on the days off we were still up all night because our bodies you know turn on clock is you know stay up all night and sleep in the day and um my wife was a teacher so she was gone during the day and so i just sleep at the house and we had no kids at the time well at night i was like bored out of my mind you can only drink so much beer and watch so much tv shows so you're like i'm just gonna go go to my garage and start building stuff and um i had a few tools Uh, i have a background in construction Uh, my dad owned a construction company so i had like a rough knowledge on how to build you know rough stuff on a house that's basically it but not furniture Mm -hmm. um I started basically uh, pallet furniture was really big at the time. And I started doing uh, building pallet furniture because it was so popular. I just see something I thought was kind of neat on Etsy or well, not Etsy. Um, what's not Instagram. What's the other one? <laughs> oh, my Pinterest? goodness. Pinterest. Pinterest. That's the one. Uh, my wife was always showing these little cool Pinterest ideas. So I started making those and um, and post them on Facebook Marketplace and selling them on the yard sale sites and stuff. And they did pretty well. Eventually, people started asking for custom pieces, and they started doing more custom orders, and it kind of went, kind of snowballed from there, really. And uh, I was just doing that on my days off, and started making more money than I was comfortable not reporting to the IRS. So I, yeah, I got a business <laughs> license. <laughs> so I was like, I better get a That's business key. license now. <laughs> so I got that, and. Uh, it really the reason the only reason I really quit as a deputy sheriff is because it started to interfere with my marriage at the time. Um, I told the sheriff, you know, there's a high divorce rate between law enforcement and military and stuff like that. And I said, you know, if this starts affecting my marriage, I'm I'm out, you know. So uh, mm-hmm. about year around year three, uh, I only saw my wife for maybe an hour a day, if that. And that was even split up between 15 minutes to 45 minutes here and there. And um Cause she was a school teacher and I was working nights and stuff. So it was kind of, it got kind of rough, started affecting our marriage. And I was like, well, my business is, you know, doing okay. It wasn't great, but um, it was still making some good money at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I told the sheriff, you know, Hey, I'm out. I'm sorry. It's just too, too difficult. And I'm losing. Um, I think I'm, I might lose my marriage if I keep going down this road. So, uh, you know, quit the job and uh, started, the adventure we took a week-long vacation out in the mountains uh tent camping and um uh, kind of a celebratory thing and uh-huh. started the business it was yeah um the first year i made five thousand dollars that was i grossly underestimated what i was gonna make the first year 
I mean, but that goes to show you like the importance and values in life. Like you said so much right there. And I know like seeing it in my brother and his relationship with his wife, they sort of went through that same thing. You know, my brother was working nights all the time. His, my sister-in-law was working nonstop, you know, and there's only those like little itty bitty pockets and there comes a fine line and I've seen it in my life too. Like I travel 90% of the time when I'm doing event marketing and this year has been completely different. Like you have to value relationships. And if you don't, like that's a huge part of your life. And sometimes we just have to take that leap of faith of, you know, like my wife is worth so much more than this job that putting food on our table and we're going to make it. I don't so I commend right. you. It comes down to what's, what's the most important to you. I mean, what's the most important to you, your job or your relationships with your spouse or your kids or what have you at the time? But, uh, exactly. You're absolutely right. And I'm so happy for you that you've made this leap and we all start someplace and you started, you dove right into it and you said it like first year you made $5,000 and you know, sometimes we have super high goals of, I'm going to make thousands this year. I'm going to do all of this amazing things. And, but it's a huge learning curve when you start a business and you start going through it. And I know a lot of people, no matter what industry you're in, and I've been talking to people, especially this past week of with dreams and so forth of what they really want to do. And most of us overcomplicate things. So looking back at, you know, like when you first made that leap into doing this full time, did you, in your mind, were you trying to like come up with excuses to overcomplicate it saying, I need, you know, the latest tools or I need this new piece. If I don't have it, then I can't do this. (laughs) No, um, it's one of those things where we, um, we are big into, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of uh, Dave Ramsey. Uh, yep. financial peace and stuff like that we're me and my wife were had done his plan we read his books and did the whole thing we were actually debt free at the time so that was another reason why we felt more comfortable taking the leap as well and um because the financial freedom does give you a lot more peace and freedom to do what you want to and freedom to make you know a little bit more risky choices and ch- take chances and something like that so we had our house paid off and um which we bought in the recession. I just come out of military, so it really didn't affect me much. I got really lucky and bought the house for you know a lot less than it was worth, and uh, just basically a fixer-upper. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was working on that the entire time I was. We lived there for which was about ten years. But uh, yeah, we, so we had the house paid off. We had my truck paid off. Her car paid off. We had um, I think maybe like a thousand dollars in student loans to pay off when I quit my job. But um, we paid it off pretty quickly. But so I was always one of those things where I was literally going to yard sales and buying second, third, fourth hand tools to continue the business. I didn't have to have the latest stuff because a lot of what I did starting off was um, kind of a rust, a better rustic cheek, uh, chic um, furniture and stuff. So it'd be in, it didn't have to have the smoothest edges and things like that at the time. And they now do a lot more, you know, refined work and stuff like that. But uh, that particular style I was doing was kind of a rough furniture and stuff. And, um, 
So it was kind of what, it was what was popular and what people wanted. So I didn't have to have all these really super nice tools, which did help out a lot. So right. <laughs> it was one of those things where I was like, I didn't need the, all the greatest tools and I didn't make, you know, excuses as far as having to have them. My biggest thing was uh, marketing is um, I, I definitely just pushed in uh, to marketing on Facebook and uh, Instagram and uh, made t-shirts and I would do giveaways and uh, give t-shirts out to friends because I can buy them pretty cheap and they were like free, you know, not free advertising, but cheap advertising. And um, and I, I recognize uh, early on that, you know, I don't need to get on the news. I don't need it to be in the paper. I don't need to have billboards or signs made to put out in the road that nobody's going to see and they're just going to ignore and everything like that. Because, I mean, I was like, I very, the only thing that really affects me uh, on billboards is uh, food commercials and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's a McDonald's. I'm going to go to McDonald's. <laughs> that's, about, that's about it and everything. But uh, everything else, I'm like, I'm going to go on my phone and go to Facebook and look at reviews and things like that. And I recognize that was like, this is a new form of advertising. And um, not necessarily new, but it's like, that old thinking was just not helpful and just a waste of money, I thought. So I just put all my efforts into free social media, basically, to uh, advertise my business. And um, after a while, it's been funny for the last two years, people approach me and like, you said, Barrick, you have branded yourself so well in Georgia and everywhere I go, I see your t-shirts, your sweaters, your furniture and restaurants. Because that was one thing I did too. I, I love putting my, my furniture in restaurants. And uh, Ooh, I've fun. done probably, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm like, go there. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I built that, I built that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's mine. Do... That's mine. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> and it was funny because um, uh, I was, uh, it, I was also, I was like, no, my prices were very low at the time. And at the same time, I was like trying to get my foot in the door with these uh, restaurant companies. So what I literally would tell them, I was like, listen, you pay me half in cash and having maybe gift cards or a running tab because I, I would go out and um how's that sorry I got it uh, takes okay. a phone call yeah. <laughs> I had to cancel but um I would say give me a give me a tab you know or something like that or what do you call it gift cards to the restaurant and they would you know they, they would love that so they'd be cheaper on their end and I would have my face in there and talk to people and I'd sit at the bar and just talk to people and tell them about the business and I made so many contacts from other um, like construction business owners and things like that and just talk to them and collaborate and things like that. And I would get more jobs just by sitting there and having lunch with somebody and just striking up a conversation. Uh, and I would, my lunch is paid for, you know, so right. was, it was fun just getting to know people and kind of, I don't have a problem. I can talk to anybody. I can talk to a tree if you give me, if I sit there in front of it too long, <laughs> but um uh, and it's one of the, I just love talking to people and stuff. So, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I feel the same way. Like you dove into so much here. One, first off on marketing, I've done event marketing. I've done digital marketing. The collaborations are key. So if anybody who's watching this and wondering, you know, how can I take my business to the next level, especially during this time in 2020, use your phone. Like this thing right here, it literally can transform your business. And you know, whether you're posting on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook and 
even though we may not be able to face to face have those same conversations, you know, with people at restaurants and meeting people, because that was my big thing, especially on the road. Like, I'm just like you, Barrick. I sit down. One thing I remember last year, I was in Austin for a work project and you know, I was supposed to meet up with the rest of the team. We were going out for drinks afterwards and I had stopped at a different place for dinner. And then I'm getting these text messages going, Bobby, where are you? Are you okay? Are you meeting us for drinks? And I'm still sitting at the bar getting all the lowdown of all the places that I need to shoot content at while I'm in Austin. And I'm like, guys, I'm fine. I'll be there when I get there. Like just screenshotted this note page that I had and they are like, got it. We'll see you when we see you because they knew exactly <laughs> what was happening. And like, I have to give people who travel with me the same thing. I'm like, just as a fair warning, I make friends like this. We're going to end up having like you know, if you want to go someplace and have the local experience, like I'll know it, just give me 24 hours. That's all I need in a place. And then I've got the list. Um, So yeah, that is so key. And even in this time where we're not having, you know, a lot of these open conversations at restaurants or coffee shops, like literally hit people up on DM, like Gary Vaynerchuk style, you know, like, that's how Barrick and I connected. I had seen his videos on TikTok and they were just blowing up. And I was like, I've got to get him on here and we've got to share stories. So and before TikTok, I was I was big on Snapchat. I was always posting it in Snapchat, stuff like that. Now I'm I barely open it anymore, it seems like. And uh it's kind of sad. I kind of miss some of it now. <laughs> so I feel bad, but most people have there. I don't even hear about Snapchat anymore, honestly, but that's the how much it Me changes either. so much. You just like, you're all, there's always something coming out and you just got to stay on top of it and everything and learn new platforms and stuff. And I think TikTok is the latest one. I'm not really aware of anything else out there right now at the time um, that's like has recently come out and it was kind of hitting the market by storm. But um, keep my eyes open, you know, for anything people post on Facebook or Instagram or something like that. But so just, I know sometimes I'm 33 years old and it's hard to learn new tech. I mean, I was never even that good. I'm not really good on computers at all. Like I can, I know my phone, I know TikTok and certain apps, but that's about it. Like I'm horrible on a computer. My wife gets so aggravated when she tries to teach me something. She's like, you have no patience whatsoever. How are you not good at this? I'm sorry. But, uh, Just leave me out of it. <laughs> To show you the power of um, social media, though, um, and like I have about a little over 8,000 followers on Instagram. I mean, it's not a crazy uh, amount, but, you know, it's more than I think the average person might have. But um, uh, I, mean, I thought this was all a scam at first, but this um, I'm not sure if you know baseball at all. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, Dustin, Dustin May, the pitcher for the Dodgers, his manager called me on the phone and um no, and I thought it was a huge scam at first and everything like that. And he told me, hey, uh, Dustin, he's a pitcher for the Dodgers. He's like 23 years old, just signed like a multi-million dollar contract. And he just and just up and coming. He has like crazy red hair. And it's like looks like uh, Mo Howard from Three Studios. Like it's like way out here uh-huh. in his hat and everything. It's, it's yeah. pretty cool, honestly. But um, he's like, hey, he loves your work. He's been following you on TikTok and Instagram for a while now. And he wants one of your flags. And uh, 
and he wants to, you know, make a post on social media about it. And I talked to him for, you know, 45 minutes on the phone just and asked him questions and things like that. We just kind of revived really quickly and everything like that, me and his manager. And uh, but honestly, I still thought it was kind of a scam until um, I found out. I said, you know what, if it is a scam, I'm out, you know, one flag and uh right. maybe some merch maybe some merch because i plan on sending like a sweater or something like that you know from the <clears throat> from the merch store and so i was like yeah send them a texas flag and uh, a hoodie and uh, a handwritten letter and i uh, say you know thank him what he was doing for reaching out and um you know for standing for a national anthem and i know it's really difficult at this time and in, in, in any kind of professional baseball player's career or anybody in the you know, spotlight and stuff so um and he posted on social media and friend of me and we've been talking back and forth and everything and I'm like I'm not even into baseball honestly I'm like I'm not into sports I like I like playing baseball and playing football and Uh stuff like that but um it's just I've never been big on the watching so I had no idea who this guy was and everything and this is like the power of social media like where like a professional baseball player just started following me just saw me somehow on Instagram and just reached out and now I'm one of my flags he's wearing my hoodie and his Instagram uh, page has like, I don't know, 60, uh, 80,000 followers or something like that on Instagram. So it, that, stuff like that, you know, if you can like, just like give something free away sometimes, occasionally, especially when you're starting off to get your foot in the door and, you know, these people could pay for it, but honestly, you're going to gain more in the, in the reach you're going to achieve by just giving something away sometimes. And it doesn't always work that way, but sometimes, especially when you're start, starting out and stuff like that. At this point, I was like, shoot. I give it away to a professional baseball player. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're like, I can. And not yeah. only that, like the power of one right there. You yeah. never know when you give something away like that, whether it's somebody with 50,000 followers, a million followers, things like that, where you're just like, here you go. Here's my best work. Mm-hmm. I don't expect anything in return. Nine times out of 10, they're going to post about it. They're going to share the love and you never know who's going to end up watching that post or the video or seeing that and going, man, that looks super cool. I need to have this too. And they're going to yeah. click on your profile and they're going to go there. Um, collaborations are key. Like just give stuff away, give it yeah. away without that intention. And I've been a big proponent of that. And you know, that's what we've done with large brands when I do event marketing it's like here's some more free stuff like what do you guys want today and the surprise and delight like makes anybody's day whether you're a celebrity or you know somebody with five followers on Instagram the follower number doesn't matter you never know who they know that's true that's true now you have to be careful with that because people will take advantage of you and I've had that happen to me before especially with local people um wanting me to give them free stuff and they're like literally right. like demand demanding i give them something I'm like no no, no. I'm, like, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna give it to you because you're especially now you're not gonna get it for free but you do have to be careful right. I mean, I, if i like their stuff and everything i do appreciate what they do and dustin may like i'm you know i'm a veteran i'm law enforcement and uh the whole thing with you know kneeling to the national anthem and stuff like that i don't understand why a lot of people are doing it i don't necessarily agree with it and what it's changed into so it's just it, it rubbed me wrong, even though it is their right to do it. It rubbed me wrong, and I felt disrespectful um, to me. So when I heard that, you know, Dustin refused to kneel, and he stood for the national anthem and so like that, but he would stand there with his 
other baseball players and stuff like that in solidarity. I was like, that's great. I love that. I appreciate what you do. I know it's hard to take a stand like that. And that's what the one of that's something I said in the letter to him. And um and then, you know, he posted that video and I was like, are the pictures and stuff? And I thought it was really cool. And his his fiance, um, I think they're getting married in the next month or so. Uh, uh-huh. she was really sweet and she posted uh, another video as well or more pictures on her Instagram. So um yeah, he's uh, apparently he's real introverted. He doesn't have a lot of uh, friends. He has a, a close knit close knit group of God, I can close knit <laughs> very small group of friends. Right. <laughs> but um I just it was it was kinda neat. Uh that was very different kind of area for me to kinda uh indulge into. Like, honestly I've never that's probably the biggest someone that's ever had my stuff before. So I thought it was kind of neat. Yeah, that's awesome. And let's talk about these flags because you mentioned it here. For those of you who aren't familiar with 135 Custom Furniture and Barracks pieces, the flags really took off this year, correct? Correct. Or have you been doing them pre-COVID, pre-2020? I have... um... It was funny. I said the first time I built the wavy flags was in 2019 for it was for a Christmas present. I didn't give it to somebody till like the day before Christmas or something or two days before Christmas to the particular customer who was coming back from Afghanistan. Uh, he was a private contractor over there. He contacted me back in February 2019 and asked me to build four flags and two of them were this wavy style. He had sent me a, a short pitch uh, video of that he someone had posted somewhere. Because this is not an original idea. Uh, most people think okay. it's a lot of people think it's an original idea. It's not an original idea. The re- way I do it, maybe it's original, but uh, everybody it has been out there you know, for a while. But um, so yeah, he asked me to do it back in the late or early 2019, and picked them up late 2019, and then I posted them on uh, TikTok in 2020, right when basically COVID happened, and it just kind of just skyrocketed from there. But uh, they are made out of wood, and they're all hand carved. And they look like they're blowing in the wind, but uh, so people kind of like trip out over that and everything. So yeah. it's fun seeing people's reactions. They're super cool. Like for me, I had never seen anything like it, um, so I didn't know if it was an original idea or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is super cool, and the way that you do your videos of it, it's just like I could just press play and watch it all the time. Like. <laughs> Replay that video, replay that video. So let's dive into how TikTok has transformed a little bit your business in 2020. Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, you know, I, it was kind of funny because if you go back to my earlier videos, I'll just paste some woodworking videos. And then it, I think I got like 20,000 followers like really quickly. And uh, that's without the flags. And um, so I was like, hey guys, I, was, I don't, maybe I should change my name because my original name was I have spoken too much. And that was my okay. handle on TikTok. <laughs> I did not think it was going to be a great, you know, tool for the business and everything. But um, so I was like, people were like, yeah, go ahead and change it and everything. Go ahead and change your business name because I think, you know, it'll drive more people to your page. I'm like, all right, cool. So, you know, it takes 30 days to change it. You only can change every 30 days. So I changed it finally. It took me like two weeks after posting that or a week after posting that, that uh, I could actually change it. So I changed it to 135 Custom Furniture. And um I believe I post, I think I think I spent like maybe 12, maybe 10, 12 minutes editing that video of the flag after I took all the videos of it um, mm-hmm. and just posted it on uh, TikTok. And I think within 12 hours it had like a million views and like all these big name creators were like, I saw them commenting on it and I did a video on that. I'm like, dude, all these people like are liking my videos. <laughs> they have like, 
you know, 700,000 followers or a million followers. I'm like, this is crazy. Um, beer bong John on there commented. I'm, he's a, he's a friend of mine now and a uh, really cool dude. And <laughs> he was, uh, he comes, Oh, that's awesome. And like, he friended me too. And he doesn't follow very many people. So I was like a little overwhelmed. And then like in the 24 hours, it had like several million views and like all these, you know, orders come in and I was not prepared. I didn't have a website. I didn't have um, anything set up. I was everything. I was doing everything. I was just writing it down on pencil paper, on a notebook, okay. and I was like losing track of stuff and everything. It was it was horrible at first, but uh, eventually did get a website uh, made up and had some help with that. And I'm still getting that worked on, but uh, and that helped out a lot. And people would just go to the website and they figure out which flag they want and. Um, and order it now. So uh, right now, I tell people, if you want it for Christmas, go ahead and order now um, for Christmas because the slots are filling up. Right now, the wait time is about three weeks, but uh, we are catching up. And, um, but I think if you want it for Christmas, go ahead and place your order now. Do it now, right now. Go check right out. Now. I'll put <laughs> I'll put a link to Barrick's flags in the comments of both of these posts um, yep. after on my the show. Instagram, the link in bio, all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Link in bio, TikTok, Facebook, you <laughs> name it right now. That's right. That's right. Um, you know, it just goes to show like even the simplest things that we don't think that's going to pop at the mm -hmm. time you're like, oh, I don't know about TikTok. I don't know what it's going to do for me. And look yep. at you now. Like, had you not done this what, eight months ago, you would have, oh. it would have been a totally different I place. For real, it really, it really would have been like I just, you know, I didn't even know about TikTok really, and I just happened to see it on Facebook and Instagram people just posting videos, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And I said, I thought it was all for kids, but apparently these people I know, you know, they're adults in my age or older, and they're posting videos and as a TikTok thing. So I was like, I check it out, and I just kind of took it to it like really quickly. Um, it was funny because my wife was like, it's a waste of time. You need to get off of it. It's not going to help your business and anything like that. And we're just like, we're just kind of we're joking back and forth right. it's like it's a time waster because we're you know we're pretty focused on our business and uh, my wife is a health coach and she actually quit during covid she's a she had a master's degree in uh, middle school education and quit her job during covid because her health coach business was doing so well but um so she's really focused on that and she's like don't download time wasting apps you know so i was like right. I said, no I, said, I think i think there's something here i think there's something here and uh but i was wasting time too because i was like just watching tiktok videos and stuff as but, it uh, happens yes as it happens i'm <laughs> standing at 11 o'clock at night watching tiktoks and stuff but um eventually you know we it was kind of crazy because in about a week and a half after posting that video we did sixty-five thousand dollars in sales in just a week and a half so and that's just on flag so i was just i was i showed my wife i'm like we just we just sold sixty five thousand dollars worth of flags, and she just like she's like okay I had to eat crow on that one I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, she's like she I'm so sorry she's like that is awesome you know like, she's like right so, cool. so I just it blew me away it really did like this the level of support and love on that app is uh, amazing the. I had no idea still the veteran community that's on there, the law enforcement community, and just the all around like wholesome um, TikTok creators on there. And this, uh, my fans are the best. Like, they really just, they comment and follow and just they're always encouraging. Like when I broke my elbow, they were all concerned about that. And like 
they literally a bunch of them wanted to like send me money and stuff to help me through this time but i was like no 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 no, don't send me money i said my wife's got a good job she you know she makes plenty of money and so like that we're right. doing we're doing fine um the flags are still selling i said just it's just another hiccup that i have to deal with you know it's a roadblock you know, as far as business owners this is something that comes up like once a month you know and uh, right it's unfortunately, just like another like fire to put yeah it really is that's all it is so, um, but I was like, if you want to, if you really want to support it, go to my merch store and buy a t-shirt or a hoodie or something like that, or a hat. Um, I said, that way you can get something out of it. And, you know, I'll get a little bit of money off of that. I mean, I don't make a whole lot of money off of merch, but there's a little bit and everything. Right. I go through a third party. There's also another creator on TikTok, actually. Uh, oh, that's Lines. awesome. Yeah. He, um, I contacted him and he makes the t-shirts and everything for me and does all, um, if there's any issues, does all the shipping and creating and everything like that. So it's really nice. And, uh. So I've ordered, I've ordered a few of the things to make sure I want to do quality control. So I ordered a, all the products and stuff, got them, tested them out. It's like, oh, these are great. I love them and everything. So then he, we launched a merch store and, you know, people are buying. Someone actually sent me a, a video, this a picture this morning on Instagram. They had just mm -hmm. bought my shirt and it came in the mail and he's wearing it and he's all happy and stuff. And I was like, that's awesome. I love that. And seeing people wear my shirt on the other side of the country is just right. amazing to me. And because I've always been local uh, local basically in georgia like i've been a little bit in south carolina and that's about it um but then it's like now i i think i've had flags in every single state i believe the only thing i haven't sent anywhere is to like hawaii and alaska i believe i think everywhere else a lot of california a lot of new york a lot in texas i mean it's and they're everywhere new jersey i mean mm -hmm. it's insane it blows me away honestly and uh well, I, I absolutely love it well, I know somebody who's moving to Alaska. So, Eric, if you're watching this on Facebook, this is for you. Time to go buy a flag. So, Barrett yes, can Eric, send one. <laughs> <laughs> so Barrett can send one to Alaska and get another state checked off. Heck yeah! <laughs> the flags flags are going everywhere. Um, I'm so happy for you. Like, oh, thank this, you. I appreciate it. This is just the beginning, and oh, for. Yeah. I mean, I've had these same conversations with my boyfriend, you know, similar to your wife of like mm -hmm. social media, what's it doing for you? I mean, last year I was on an event marketing tour doing like event management and then also content creation for Mrs. Meyer's Clean Day, the soap company. And okay. yeah, it was just like the standing joke because in my backpack of photo gear, I had like five bottles of soap with me going everywhere. And <laughs> it seemed like it, but I was like, please don't use it. Like similar to like the coffee I have sitting beside yeah. me from Black Rifle. But I was like, don't open it, don't use it. I gotta make sure the label's clean. And like, I remember even where we're, I think it was still in Austin, like I ended up out at a bar and I had like five bottles of soap with me because I had to shoot the soap before and I didn't have enough time to go to the hotel. But things like that of, you know, like you never know where the content is going. And, you know, like I'm posting more on TikTok and Instagram now with motivational content. And it's always like, you never know what's going to hit. And you if, really you, don't. if you feel that intuition of like, you know, this is going to be big or, you know, it has nothing else to do but help you, like go for it. Mm -hmm. you're right i mean sometimes it takes a leap of faith and everything but um 
And uh, they really do say, like, you know, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. But uh, they don't tell you you'll work more in your life than you ever worked ever before trying to start a business and stuff like that. Like you will work so many more hours than anything else. But the thing is, you do love it. So it doesn't right. feel like work. So you'll work 80 hours, 100 hours a week. And then you're like, doesn't feel like I just, I just, you know, I had a great day. You know, I lo- literally look forward to Mondays. And on Fridays, like today, I'm like, all oh, weekends coming up. I was like, all right, that's cool. I got to spend time with my family and stuff uh, all weekend, but I can't be at work, you know? And right. I love going to work. I love building stuff. And that's the only thing that's really aggravating about my elbow is I just, I can't, I'm not as productive as I usually am. And, uh, and I just, I hate slowing down really. So <laughs> I'm doing other things now with my broken elbow. I'm trying to uh, do more marketing and uh, talk to more people and uh, advertise a little more and something like that. And I am, you know, reaching out to customers with the, uh, they're doing custom orders like the tables and, um bed frames and stuff like that hey tell hey i'm giving you a discount because of the it's going to be a little bit later than i originally thought it was going to be and everything like that but i usually do give myself a nice little window of extra time just in case of something like this happening uh, but this one is actually going to take a little bit longer actually so well yeah i mean you are doing the right things customer service marketing you know and you mentioned something that's key here is like sometimes it's really hard to rest when you're doing what you love and i'm the same way like when you're in it and you're in an entrepreneurial setting of like i'm starting something new your mind just keeps going and your mind it's really really hard to shut it off but sometimes at these points where you're like forced into this rest mode is when you can come back and you'll be like so re-energized and even though you're like, oh man, I have to take two days off. When yeah. you get back after like post elbow healing and everything, you'll be like, this feels amazing. I'm so ready. Like it'll be like a marathon that you're Oh yeah, it'd be 20, it should be about 2021 at that point. So it's a new year, um, new healed up elbow. I'm going to be like hit the ground running. I'm so excited about it and everything about getting back to work and everything. So uh I do have to wear this for another couple of days and then I have to do physical therapy. And that is the hardest part is actually not using my left arm and everything because it's going to be the hardest thing, not wearing cast and just remembering, do not use that arm. You can't, you don't have full yeah. strength in that. You only have like 30% strength. So it's uh that is the hardest part and everything. So yeah, you're right. Slowing down is difficult, but once it's all healed up, I'm going to come back with a vengeance. <laughs> Definitely like enjoy this time with your daughter and your wife and oh, just yeah. soak it in because like you, we've said before, like you never know who's going to see this and be like, build me every piece of furniture for my new house. Or, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, done that, I've done that before. I mean, I've got plenty of customers. I literally built like, I think every single piece of furniture in the house. And uh, it's like eating large pieces. And it's just been like, this is insane. Like I had this one customer that literally in 2017, I believe it was like my first or second year in business. She literally kept me afloat because she probably purchased probably 15, like t- anywhere from a like 12 to $15,000 worth of furniture in one year. And it was just like, she like, it was spread out through the whole year, but it was like, she just kept ordering stuff and kept ordering stuff. And she was just a hoot to be around. She's, like from uh, New Jersey, and I love her accent and stuff like that. And um, so we just got to talk, and we honestly get up there, and I, I see her in town. I give her a big old hug and stuff. And uh-huh. just, well, not anymore because of COVID. And everything. I'm like, hey, high five! 
but um <laughs> but yeah it was uh she's she's a trip to be around people like that the real loyal customers that you know they're moving into a new place they need all new furniture and they're like shoot hit me up <laughs> right <laughs> i love stuff like that i love it i love it and i would go above and beyond for people like that especially if they give me a more artistic leeway they're like hey listen i just want a bed frame i want it you know kind of general like this style but put your own spin on it as soon as they say put your own spin on it oh i will give them 20 more hours worth of work and another probably 500 dollars or more worth of materials and stuff and just because i just like i love creating something different and making something more unique and um when they give me that artistic leeway i i really go above and beyond because it's so much fun i really do love it you have an art form at its finest. What you just said right there is like any artist is like, just give me creative leeway. Just let me play. It is literally a yep. playground. So yep. <laughs> that is, I love to hear that. It's not cookie cutter. It's not one print, one blueprint. No. No, what has been, what has been your favorite piece that you've ever created? Oh my goodness. Uh, usually my favorite piece that I'm, is the piece I'm working on at the time. Um, because uh, I love, you know, I love a lot of my pieces. So I, I have built things where I'm just like, what is that for? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> I've had to Google things like, like what is, I reverse image search stuff. stuff. I'm like, I don't know what this is. And I, I can't even tell you what it is on a live, honestly. <laughs> we get off live, I'll tell you what. Okay. <laughs> but, um, it's, it was things like, I was like, I have no idea what that is. I had to Google it and everything. And, um, but it's been interesting. But my favorite piece is usually the piece I'm working on at the time. But uh, if you had to go back to probably the, my daughter's bed and my wife and my, my wife's bed is one of my favorite, or two of my favorite pieces. Because uh, she, my wife just loved it. And, had a, and it was one of my original TikToks too, actually. It was like my third one that really made me think this might be something because it got so mm. many views and stuff. It, I think it's sitting around two point something million views on TikTok and everything or the flag videos are like almost 8 million views. But uh, that was the original piece. I thought, hey, TikTok might be something. And um, but I made her a bed and um, and she just, you know, she loves it. And then I made my daughter a bed. and She absolutely loves that. And um, and she's like, she is all girl. Like she's two and a half and she is she's a princess and she <laughs> tell me she's a princess and I made her a little princess bed. And, um, that's awesome. I, lo I love seeing her enjoy it though. So it's, uh, and you get to yeah. see that every single day when yeah, you walk in the house <laughs> and tuck her in at night and you're like, I made that bed and she loves it. It just solidifies everything that you do, you know, like oh, yeah. you love what you do. You love creating, you put in your heart and soul into it. And it shows, it shows in your videos, it shows in your woodworking, everything. So thank you. I appreciate I, that. Yeah. You're doing amazing things. Um, as we begin to wrap up here, what has been one of the biggest blessings of 2020? Um, biggest blessing is actually finding the new shop over at the St. Asylum. I, we hadn't touched much on that. But uh, I literally started in my garage and it was like a 20 by 30 foot garage, uh, one car garage. And then um, I was in there for about two years and then um, two or three years. And then I moved to uh, my dad's um, barn he had out behind his property. He said, you know, if you clean it out, he said, you can use it rent free, just pay utilities, which is about $75 a, a month. And for our electrical bills, so I'm like, hey, that's great. So 
I closed in this barn, put an AC unit in there because I got to get stay cool. And, uh, and it was probably about a 40 by 30 foot foot shop. So it's a okay. little bit bigger than my garage, but I had a lot of storage space too. So um, it was a lot better. And I was more productive in there. But then when TikTok happened, um, I was actually in the works in February to buy this insane asylum building, um, this building on an insane asylum lot. It's right under 5,000 square foot for this whole building. And um, the redevelopment authority had basically was in charge of selling off all the property. So the state owns it. And mm -hmm. it's just an old abandoned stand on asylum that, you know, no one uses anymore, but all the buildings are, most of the buildings are dilapidated and falling in, but there's a few buildings that are brick and mortar that are still standing in, in really good shape actually. And uh, several of them had new roofs right before the place got shut down like 10, 15 years ago. And um, so I moved into a new place and oh, I found a place went through the whole process, bought it from Governor Kemp and he saw well, the state and Governor Kemp had a sign off on it. And uh, it was been a, it was a long process because of COVID. Um, and uh, they felt a little bad about that, I think, because I had been dealing with it for about 10 months and they gave it to me for an amazing, amazing deal. And I got about two acres of land on it. And I'm not going to say exactly what I got it for, but it's a really good price. And <laughs> that's been the biggest blessing of 2020, honestly, is moving into a much larger facility were much more productive. I hired help. I um, I had two guys um, working at, I was up to like a month ago. I had to fire one of them uh, for personal issues he was having in, in his life and stuff like that, that he is moving and other things. But, um, but yeah, I have a, I have great help and it's, <laughs> it really is just an amazing, amazing, beautiful, creepy place. So <laughs> I love it. I, people like, all the time contacting me about it. So, <laughs> but it, like the divine timing of this, you know, like oh, yeah. you started looking at this before like TikTok popped for you. Mm -hmm. TikTok pops, you're getting all these workers in. You end up with this new place. Now you can fulfill all of this, and it's just going to keep on going from here. I sure hope so. And it's a, it's an amazing, amazing place. And I love, I pull up to that place every morning. I'm just like, I cannot believe this is mine. And like this huge parking lot and everything. I'm just like, I can do so much. There's so much more potential I can actually do on the property. And that is what excites me the most and everything. So it's <laughs> people, it gave me, it didn't give me more content too, because there's a huge, um, there's a huge group of people that like paranormal activity and that right. place has been on, it's been on the walking dead. It's been on paranormal shows. It's been on all sorts of like uh, ghost hunters and stuff like that TV shows. So it's been really cool and interesting to see the different people that are following me. It's a whole different demographic of people that follow me because of where I actually am. So I try to keep them entertained as well by showing them any videos of weird things that happen around there because there are weird things that happen. I ain't gonna lie. And I'm not super paranoid or in a right. stuff but like it is a creepy place i ain't gonna lie but the building i am was an activity center and i think it was more of a one of those buildings where they came to relax and people the patients came okay. to relax and have fun and uh, to let go play games pool it was music therapy was there um so it was more of a place for them to relax and and so I like you know there's nothing really to i don't feel any evil but there are weird mm -hmm. things that happen you know so and it's just one of those things that's been interesting to see because people have contacted me and wanted to come down. I'm like, yeah, you can come down. The place is open to the public. You just can't go into any of the buildings, right. but you can walk around and stuff like that. And I would never suggest to go into buildings because a lot of them are dangerous. And um, there are huge holes in the floors and 
the you know the elevators are just shafts that go straight down so yeah very dangerous you know? those. yeah i have i one time i would go in where it was with an escort with one of the security guards or something like that but i am trying to get more of those that footage as long as i am escorted with them so but uh, i'm looking cool. forward to more of that exploring the yeah that's awesome Beric, where can we find more about you? So if somebody's listening to this, where can the what's your website? What's your social media handles? I got you got my Facebook and it's Barrick Wood and it's B-A-R-A-K and last name is Wood, W-O-O-D. Instagram is 135 underscore custom underscore furniture. And then my TikTok at 135 custom furniture. My business Facebook page is 135 custom furniture. Um Snapchat 135 custom furniture. <laughs> but if you uh, like literally if you uh, send me a message on Instagram, I will get to you. Sometimes it takes me a day or two, but I, you know, I, I go through every message and um, I'm still able to do that at this point. You know, sometimes it gets a little overwhelming because I have 20 messages, 30 messages, and uh, it takes right. time to get to them. But um, yeah, I will eventually message you back. And if you have any particular questions for a custom order or a custom flag, a lot of people want um, names engraved or um, anything like that, you know, something uh, on the back of it and remembrance of, well, they just want to like customize it themselves where Air Force logo with a, I'm doing one right now was Air Force logo, a thin red line for a firefighter and then their firefighter decal also onto the flag. And that's Ooh, one of the latest cool. pieces. So it's absolutely gorgeous. And um, I'll be posting that tomorrow morning. So look out for that on TikTok and Instagram. So <laughs> But yeah, if you uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. My merch store, Lincoln Bayou. If you want a T-shirt or a hat or a hoodie, especially this time of year, hoodies are going to come in handy. But I can't even wear a hoodie or a jacket now because of this thing. So oh, uh, no, I, I'm out here. I'm literally wrapped in a blanket right here outside because <laughs> <laughs> I can't wear a jacket. Yes. But, uh, yes. Yeah. Hit me up on any social media platform, and I will message you back. You guys have heard it here first. Go follow Barrick. All of the social media. You won't be disappointed. Go check out the flags. Check out the videos. I'm so glad I got to have coffee with you today, Barrick. Thank you so much for joining me. This has been so much fun. I could literally talk to you for hours on here. Um, just about everything. Uh, thank you so much for the recommendation of Black Rifle Coffee. It's good, I, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> I got some. I ordered three bags. I was like, this is so good. I love Their merch coffee. store is great as well. I love their hats and their, their their shirts as well. But I love their hats. They fit my head very well. So. <laughs> okay. I'll have to check some of those out and also stop and buy your merch store too after this. That's right. So uh, thank you so much for coming on today, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Coffee with Bobby and Barrick Wood. So have an amazing day. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all.